Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. The Spirit of the Lord has been dealing with me over the past week with something that is very timely. It's current events in the spiritual realm. So I needed to share those with you. Very few of those times during this podcast have I done so because I've been teaching in general about the ideas of third heaven authority, about our faith in him, who we are in Jesus Christ, etc. But over the last week, the Lord has dealt with me specifically and given me instructions for my own personal life, family, and ministry, and all of the followers of this ministry, that we are in a time when Jesus is going to reveal himself to us. Now, let me just share that with you, because he's saying that there is something coming that he wants us to be ready for. And the best way to be ready for that is to have our hearts grounded in love and in relationship with him. He is our Lord. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus cares about each and every one of us. And so in my prayer time over the past week, I've been feeling that Jesus was getting ready to do something very significant. He began speaking to me, and he told me in my prayer closet over the next two months, which is December and January, that he is going to begin to reveal himself to his children, re-reveal himself to the children of God so that they have a deeper relationship with him, that they feel him, the essence of who they are in Christ, heart to heart. He said that there's going to be personal encounters that he will bring upon all of you believers, that there's awareness of his presence that is coming. This is a time of Christmas. And so, obviously, hearts are turned toward the birth of Jesus Christ. Even nominal Christians, those of us that sometimes even are very dedicated Christians, sometimes become busy. It's time for refreshing to come. In the second chapter of Acts, in Peter's sermon, he talked about times of refreshing of the Holy Spirit. Times is plural. So it means that it's not only different times coming upon society or on people throughout the ages, but individual's life, that there are times of refreshing. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, when Jesus places his thumb upon us, he kisses us in the Spirit, and he lets us know how much that we mean to him. Jesus even spoke to me, and he said, I need to connect with my people as much as they need to connect with me. He said over these next two months, December and January, December of 2021, January of 2022, that he is going to provide that closeness and reveal himself is going to be revelation knowledge, is going to be wisdom about the future. There will be a prophetic portal open during these two months whereby he will begin to show you your future. And then he will expect you and help you by his empowerment to reach out by faith and pull those into the here and now in your life. He's going to touch your health, your bodies. 
He's going to touch your finances in a good way. He's going to reveal himself in a way that internally, from the inside out, internally, meaning that you'll feel it, you'll know it, he'll draw you closer to himself. But on the outside also, it will begin to manifest with strength and with power and anointing and the glory of God flowing through you. There will be a season of feeling complete and unconditional love, acceptance, and value in the Lord Jesus. You know, that reminded me of the vision I've shared with you, how that uh, I was taken into third heaven. And as I stood before the Lord Jesus Christ, his throne there in the throne room, the very first thing that I felt was the complete absence of fear and intimidation, condemnation, false guilt, all of those things that the enemy uses to try to get hooks in us that we experience here on the face of the earth. The other side of that coin is that I felt complete love, acceptance, and value. I stood there before him astonished because I had never had that complete feeling of peace before in my entire life. Saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, But in the natural realm, dealing with all the pressures of life coming against me and trying to figure out how to do them and how that then puts pressure upon me to try to be acceptable. I fell prey so often to trying to get my love, acceptance, and value met as a human being in relationships and in physical things, accomplishments that were around me. The problem with that is I don't have control over it. Neither do you. The only thing that we have control over, that nobody can mess up, that people can't stop it or withhold it from us, is when we place it in the Lord Jesus Christ, that we are completely loved by him, valued by him. His shed blood is the value of our lives. Complete acceptance in Him. We are accepted in the Beloved. It was initiated by Him. And when we learn to understand who we are in Jesus Christ, third heaven creations, operating in third heaven revelation and functioning in third heaven authority, from heaven's viewpoint down rather than earth's viewpoint up, understanding that He has created us to operate on that level, then we can feel the love and the acceptance and the value, our worth in him. And then from that strength, we go out into the world. From that strength, we release heaven into our relationships. From that strength, we then find the power to face the temptations and the tribulations and to be victorious against them, through them. So reiterating that, over the next two months, Jesus is going to affirm you as a child of God. He's going to affirm his power in your life. And you're going to feel it, and you're going to know it. But you must receive it. We've got to open ourselves up and allow him to show it. If we just close ourselves off, continue with our busyness, then we will miss much of what he is doing for us. 
That means we have to purposely set aside time. Then the Lord spoke to me and said, during this time also, pray for President Trump, for Melania, for Barron, for his family, because they are part of the body of Christ, and I'm going to be revealing myself to them. I'll be strengthening them also during this time. And then he said, President Trump, like you or any believer, needs to have confidence in what decisions that they're making. They cannot depend just purely upon the intellect or the advice of counselors that are around them. Even what would seem to be a good decision may not be the godly one. He said, I want President Trump to make godly decisions because he feels them in the depth of his heart in his relationship with me. If you'll pray for him during this time, then the right decisions will be made, and there will be a launching come February. That launching, I am not going to presume exactly what that all looks like. That launching is for the body of Christ. It's for President Trump. It's for the army of God. It's for your life. It's a large umbrella that is going to cover many things. But what we're going to do is we're going to watch it as it walks out, as it unfolds. Over the last couple of years, the Lord has given me a number of visions about the lion's army, about the lion of Judah himself and his army, the warfare that was ensuing in the spirit, the victory that the body of Christ would win. And please believe me, we are warring into victory, from victory to victory. It's the only way we do it. There is no loss in the kingdom because Jesus Christ is Lord. While the Lord was sharing all these things with me and telling me about how that he was imparting his spirit to his army, he took me to the scripture in Ephesians 3, beginning with verse 16, where it says, that he, referring to God, would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That there is a refreshing of the spirit that is being poured out. Now, I know we already have the Holy Spirit. There's already been the initial outpouring on the day of Pentecost. But there are times of refreshing. There are seasons. There are renewals. It's when the Holy Spirit breathes fresh upon us in significant ways. So he is beginning to pour his spirit out in that context upon the body of Christ. And notice that this scripture says that it's according to the riches of his glory, his glory. He's initiating it. It's all by grace from him. It's what he wants to do for you because he loves you. He cares about you. To be strengthened with might, strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Listen to what the Amplified Version says about that verse. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. 
your innermost being and personality. So the inner man, you know, we are a spirit, a soul, and a body. The spirit is that human spirit, the immaterial man that lives on the inside. That's eternal. I say man because there's neither male nor female in the spirit. No, let's say that person, inner man, inner woman. I don't care how you term it. Just realize you have a human spirit that is eternal. And even when you lay down your body at the end of the course of this life, if Jesus hasn't returned before then, that your spirit lives on and goes to heaven to be with him. So that spirit man is what is being strengthened. Now, the spirit man is the Greek term pneuma. As I mentioned before, it uh, is a word that we in our English language get things like pneumatic tire, pneumatic cylinder. Being of air, you can't see it, but it's real and it functions. So that's your inner man, your spirit. Then we have an outer body the Greek term soma, somatic situations in our English language referring to the corporeal, the physical aspect of who we are, our bodies. And then there's the soul, the suke, which we get psychology, psyche, those kind of words from. Talking about the mind, but the scripture is talking about how that that mind, how that our soul has the ability to operate in the spirit and in the natural realm at the same time. It's kind of like the hinge between the two. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So your outer man is your physical body and your brain. Your inner man is your spirit and your soul. The Holy Spirit is now strengthening your innermost being. And notice the Amplified Version said, and personality. Because the soul comprised not only intellect, will, and emotions, but personality. The scripture is declaring that when you were saved, he didn't change your personality. Oh, your personality was deformed. We all were because of the situation in the world. He healed your personality. He does not say your personality is wrong. He heals it and restores it to the way that it was created to be. It's washed by the water of the word. It is changed because of the spiritual revelation he puts into it. The Holy Spirit strengthening your innermost being and personality. The reason I'm saying that is because this is going to happen afresh over the next two months. Look for it. And then he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Love is a biggie. Jesus wants to love on you. I mean, it's that simple. He wants you to love back. He wants a close relationship with you. You know, love in the New Testament comes from two different Greek words. One of them is agape, which is God's kind of love, as he knows it, spiritual love toward us. And there's phileo, which is a relational kind of love. 
Agape is the word for love that's used in this reference. And so Paul was saying that we are to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. How can you, it's a paradox, know something that is unknowable? Well, in the Greek text, the original language simply says that you by experience learn what intellectually you cannot figure out on your own. So for the next two months, God is going to reveal his love to you. Things that you could not figure out about him or about yourself, things that you didn't know that he was going to pour into your life, impart into your ministry, it's going to come because of his love, his grace, him showing himself, revealing himself to you in mighty spiritual and significant ways, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The fullness of God. He lives in you. Then in verse 20, Paul says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, according to the dunamis, according to the Holy Spirit, according to the love, according to the grace and the truth and the presence of strength flowing through us that works. In other words, that is released by energy for life-changing experiences. Then Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. To him be the glory in the church. In Ephesians 6.10, Paul concludes this particular book by stating, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And again, the original language says, Infused with His strength. He's imparting His strength to us over the next couple of months. Now, don't misunderstand me. He wants to do it every day, and it will continue from here on out. It is just one of the dynamics of the church. But he wants us to know that this is a special time. It's a season. It's a portal. It's going to happen. You know, in Isaiah 40, verses 28 through 31, it talks about God strengthening. It says, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. In Philippians 4.13, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says, Though the outer man perishes, the inner man is renewed day by day. Praise God, we are in a renewal time. I really would encourage you to set aside time to be with the Lord. Many of you have very active prayer lives. Some of you are a lot busier and find it difficult to just set aside time to be with the Lord. I want to give you just a very basic assignment if you would like to follow it. I want to establish just a baseline of what I think that most people can do within a 30-minute time frame. Number one is spend the first five minutes worshiping God. I mean, just stop and just lift your hands unto the Lord and just say, Lord, I thank you for this wonderful day, for the goodness, for the salvation that you have placed within me. 
Lord God, heaven is my home. You're taking care of me. You're providing for me. I want to praise you, not only for those things you've done for me, but for who you are. And just begin to worship. If you uh, would like to, put on some worship music. You can dance. You can just spend time before the Lord. But the very basic water line is do that for five minutes. And then pray in tongues for 10 minutes. Use your spiritual prayer language. 1 Corinthians 14.2 says that when you pray in tongues, not just speak in tongues, I'm not talking about the gift of diverse kinds of tongues that's interpreted in public assembly. He said that when you speak and you pray in tongues, you don't speak to men, you speak to God. Howbeit in the Spirit you speak mysteries, the revelation of truth, and the Lord will begin to just open up and share things with you and touch your heart. And then after 10 minutes of praying in the Spirit, then read one chapter a day. I'm going to assign Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Now, there's going to be more days than there are chapters, but you can repeat. Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Those are the three books that the Holy Spirit gave to me. Read one chapter a day. So, worship the Lord for five minutes. Pray in tongues in the Spirit for 10 minutes, and then read one chapter from the Word. Start with Ephesians 1, the next day Ephesians 2, the next day Ephesians 3. Now, I realize that there are some of you who have a whole lot more time, and you're going to worship the Lord for 30 minutes and dance all around your living room, and then you're going to pray in tongues for an hour, and then you're going to read an entire book at a time. And that's acceptable. That's perfectly fine with me. But we have to have a starting point. And if we do that from now through the end of January, the Lord said that he is going to pour out of his spirit a strengthening because he wants us ready for this launching that's coming in February. And as I aforementioned, I don't know what that's all going to be about. I just know that it's going to happen, and we are going to see God move in our nation and in our own individual lives. So, Lord, I pray for your people during the season of the revealing, of the affirming, of the manifesting your love, unconditional love, unconditional acceptance, unconditional value in the hearts of your people. And then out of the intimacy of that relationship with you, renew our minds by your spirit and by your word, and then let it flow through our bodies and strengthen and heal, and then flow through our finances and flow through our ministries, our families. Be God in your people so that come February, we will go in strength and victory into what you have waiting for us. In your precious name, amen. I really encourage you to subscribe to this podcast, Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. 
so that you won't miss one single episode. God bless you. Walk in the Spirit and let Jesus strengthen you in your innermost being and personality by His Spirit.